night I was just thinking about home And I could use some company all right Sometimes it's hard to be alone You may say I live a memory That I might seek and never find Well, maybe that it's how it's meant to be But I have something on my mind I'm living here in New York City now And I get lonesome now and then I'm dreaming one day life will carry me To Tipperary once again Kenny, kicking her off here, um, sh- sending out a big congratulations to the, uh, all the folks from Kilkenny. What a year for Geraldine Brown, uh, Ireland Person of the Year. Kilkenny. And, now, and all. What's that? Kilkenny. Tipperary or Kilkenny? Did I say Kilkenny? You did. Tipperary. Tipperary. You correct that. Better correct now, that. Yes. A load of complaints. Look, at the phone is lighting up already. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a very convincing win for Tipperary over Kilkenny last week. Yes, and, um, indeed. A, um, a big congratulations to uh, to all the, uh, the the Tipperary folks. Anyway, of course, the game was uh, the game turned when um, Richie Power was sent off. Yeah, very yeah. controversial. Indeed. I took a run at a few people there in social media oh, yeah. that were saying it wasn't a red card. Uh, that they clearly don't understand the rules of the game if they didn't think it was a red he, card. He he came out himself and said he didn't think it was a red card. <laughs> of course he did. Naturally. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But uh, yeah, it did change it. There's no doubt. But. Uh, much to the light of the tip fans, anyway. 
Absolutely. Uh, they are champions, and uh, I suppose they'll be wondering now if they can continue the party today with the uh, under-20s under are up against uh, Cork, right? Yeah. That'll be a, an interesting one. Should be a good a good clash as well, and um, I think it helps as well. You know, the, the guy was talking there about the fact that moving the grade back from under-21 to under-20 actually has pulled some players that had that overlap between right, senior yes, and yeah. under-21. So. And this is, inter- this is a repeat of last year's final, That's right? right. Now, tip walloped them they did, last yeah. year. So. Different teams now this year. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, Aye, should be good. Should yeah, be good. both are uh, unchanged uh, sides from their uh, from their summer f- semi-finals, right? Yeah. So perfect, yeah, be very good. good. Good stuff. And lots uh, going on. Uh, I suppose yeah. sport-wise today, the big uh, Leinster and Canada are mm-hmm. playing down there in Hamilton. We'll be heading down to that. We'll be down there wearing sure. the caps, sunglasses, so we don't get that's right. Yeah, surrounded by the paparazzi. Did you get us in a private box or anything like that? I no? did. I didn't know. Okay, I d- we did get us a bodyguard though. Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah Johnny be. Craig might be listening this morning. John's our bodyguard. Excellent, good <laughs> man, no better John. man. Oh yeah, that'll keep I'll the lads Sharon back. Might be there too. Yeah, keep the flies back <laughs> for sure. That should be an interesting game. Yeah, um, and Ireland are kicking off. Have just kicked off against England in yeah. Twickenham. And a big, uh, big occasion, really, in terms of warm-up for uh, the World Cup. 27 days away. Wow. And that's it. And then the World Ooh. Cup will kick off. Yeah. And soon after that, we'll be on a plane. Well, 20 days after that, we'll Japan. be on a plane to Japan. Very exciting. Yeah. And if Ireland happened to beat England today, they will actually take over the number one spot for the first time in their history. Incredible. Since Ireland, uh, number one rugby imagine, team in the world, potentially. Wales are there right now after their win last week. Mm-hmm. So there is a bit of leapfrogging that can happen, yeah. uh, you know, with, with Wales and New Zealand not playing this week. Um, that's why Ireland can go in there. But uh, the other thing, of course, is if England beat Ireland by 15 points, then we'd move back down to fourth oh, and England would yeah. leapfrog us. So lots going on. But anyway, let's hope they have a good performance. Two very strong sides yeah. going out at it today and it'll give yeah. us a good, good test. indication of uh, what we can look Are to. Are we uh, contenders, Kenny? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, lots of, uh, lots of questions around that, right? Yeah. To see uh, what's going on. And tomorrow, there's a big uh, double header there at HQ tomorrow in Croke Park. There is, the yeah. The ladies. Yeah. We're at it. Who's belting in that, Kenny? Uh, Mayo. It's Mayo and Galway, a big Connacht uh, yeah. clash, and uh, Cork and Dublin yeah. in the in the later game. So. Is it even in the ladies that those it's amazing, counties isn't it, yeah. are still dominant, right? Yeah. yeah. What's going on? I'll tell you. <laughs> Who'll be in the final? <laughs> We'll wait. We'll wait with bated breath. See. <laughs> there was fierce yeah. excitement in Leash, I'll tell you, because a young uh, our goalkeeper was invited to be on the uh, the um, uh, what do you call it? The Saturday. Uh, I'm having a brain cramp on it. That up for the game? The Sunday game. Oh, the Sunday game. Yeah, yeah all right. Sunday yeah. game. Um, yeah, young fella from uh, from my hometown. Oh, uh, the way. Abbey, Abbey Leaks. Yeah, and he was invited on. <laughs> So, Brilliant. anyway, he uh, he, he looked fairly polished now. I'll tell yeah. you, he looked very nervous. And the Roland is his name. Anyway, That's there's a yeah. chance he might get an all-star this year. So just talk of that. That oh, he very was a very very good goalkeeper. Brilliant. Anyway, pucking pi- points now from from. Uh, really, he's able to puck it over the bar from the puck out. Not on the knees. No, it bounces on the knees. No, no, no. He doesn't do that one. Doesn't do that trick. No, do that trick. No. And um, a bit of history made in Irish sports this week. I don't know if you caught that. Mm. First time ever qualifying for the Olympics in a sport I'd say you're very familiar with. Oh, really? Dressage. Oh, yeah. Yeah? I was a fierce man. Isn't that something now? Yeah. 
Do you know the rules of that, yeah? I don't. I'd love I someone don't. to explain that to me. I think you need a horse, though. Yeah, you do definitely need that. Judy Reynolds, uh, Kate Dwyer, Heike Holstein, and Anna Mervelt are the four ladies that are going to be in Japan in 2020 representing Ireland for the first time wow. ever in dressage. Those are some names. Aren't they? Yeah. A couple of them there don't sound like they were... Uh, always in front of any of them. <laughs> not, not very <laughs> Irish at all. But anyway, we'll take them. So yeah. well done, ladies. Absolutely. And uh, in the Europa League, uh, Linfield United have a great opportunity to be the only Ireland of uh, Island of Ireland team in the Europa Group final. Yeah, they yeah. won three two there during the week. Yeah, all the other Irish teams are out, so that could be interesting to watch. Uh, very good, and very good. See, Let's uh, hope they get there. See what those lads will be up to. And the, the tour championship, yes, final uh, tournament of the year, and uh, they've changed the format up this year. There's no uh, funny point system, and uh, McElroy is tied for second. And yeah. he's only one shot behind the lead. He has a, a legitimate chance of winning this thing again. He certainly does. Yeah, He'll be up there against the uh, Kepka again. Kepka pipped him, didn't he, to the to the win there uh, a few weeks ago. He did, yeah, uh, in the in the final round. So. McElroy will want to uh, seek revenge on really? that one. Yeah, absolutely. It'd be nice to see him win that. I feel bad for him, you know, winning, what, 15 million or something like that? You know? <laughs> yeah, the poor lad. God love them. Huh? <laughs> it's just not enough. Anyway. All right. So what kind of music do you have us uh, lined have up with? I suppose Joe eclectic. will be back on this week, oh, will he? Oh, yeah. i got a couple here. Oh, if we get to them. You know, and uh, Cormac O'Murray is calling in, by he the way, is. at the bottom of the hour. I uh, poked an old post out on Facebook last night that he'd be joining us to talk about the uh, Eamon O'Loughlin Memorial, which is coming up very soon. So he'll talk about that. I have a very eclectic music selec- selection going on you here. You do. And um, Phil Linnett would have been 70 yes, during the week. Yes, so I decided yeah, to throw yeah. an old song on here, and I'm going to play it uh, one I've played before, Old Town. Oh, class. Um, Did you ever see the documentary on Old Town? No. Well, you should look that up. Uh, and that's very what the song's about. Yes, yeah, oh, yeah, and okay. they did a documentary on it. Okay. And your man Heffernan um, from RTE, they, it was back in the day, like when, um, you know, there was no videos of, of music songs. Yeah. And Philo was trying to get that song put out. And he went to uh, RTE, remember that program, Anything Goes? Oh, yes. So it's, it's, a, it's, it's a wonderful little uh, documentary on it. He went to them and he got them to produce that video. Oh. And. Um, Apparently, uh, he, uh, you know, when he's over the Haypenny Bridge there, he he was late, really, really late showing up for that shoot. And um, the uh, the director talks about it in it where he, he showed up with a wee brown paper bag. And oh. he, I, I suppose, he, you know, he was obviously on the, yeah. the way down then. Yeah, yeah. But also maybe a wee bit nervous about doing the whole thing. And the director gets him to, um, there's a gap in the railing on uh, on the Haypenny Bridge yeah. there, and he had directed him to, you might remember the scene where he leans in on it and points to the camera, right? Yeah. And he, he misses the mark. <laughs> but then in true class fashion, like he sorts himself, and it, and yeah. it just looks natural, right? It looks really natural. But uh, your man says that he actually did miss the mark. All yeah. right, well, here anyway, it is. Anyway, good, great song.
the same honey when you're not around I've been spending my time in the whole town I sure miss you honey now you're not around now you're not around this old town When you think of Irish tradition, what comes to mind? Live music, great hospitality, and a pub atmosphere of laughter and song imported from the Emerald Isle itself. And one of Ireland's greatest imports is the Keane family, serving up the finest fare and crack this side of County Galway since 1991 at the Galway Arms. The family-owned pub has been charming patrons since, well, last century, and as a result attracts some of the GTA's greatest Irish characters. Known far and wide for its chef-designed menu and traditional Irish music, it's also Toronto's home of Gaelic games live from Ireland on the big screens. You can like them on Facebook, and you're sure to like them in person. Visit thegalwayarms.ca to view daily specials. The Galway Arms, your home away from home, and not too far from home, at 838 The Queen's way in Etobicoke. Call 416-251-0096. Make a date and make it for the Galway Arms. All right, well, uh, let's head up and get the news from Ireland. Good morning, Desmond. Thank you for that, Mark and Ken. Great to have you guys back in studio together. And good morning, folks. Desmond Devoy here with the news from Ireland. The news is brought to you by our good friends over at our Lincoln. Here are the top stories that are making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning. The Republic of Ireland is making plans behind the scenes to begin customs checks and controls away from the border in case there is a no-deal Brexit this fall. 
The Belfast Telegraph reports that the new checks would be rolled out in ports and factories in the Republic as the Dublin government prepares for a likely no-deal scenario in about 10 weeks' time. The high-level secret plan is part of ongoing discussions between the Dublin government and the European Commission. The checks on goods and veterinary checks would be done at ports, factories and food processing plants after October 31st and would ensure that Ireland complies with EU single market rules. About 55% of exports from the UK to Northern Ireland come through Dublin port and are already automatically checked, but there are still questions about the ports at Belfast, Larne and Warren Point. The Commission would rather see an all-Ireland regime for sanitary checks on animals, but that might not be possible in the no deal. It's not going to be pretty, one source admitted. Tomsch to Simon Coveney has ruled out bilateral talks with the UK. The British government, meanwhile, may well also be planning for the worst. The Sunday Times reported on a leaked Downing Street document outlining Operation Yellowhammer, which reports that in a no-deal scenario, Northern Ireland will face job losses and road blockages. Trade will be severely disrupted with the agri-food industry hardest hit, with some of those businesses having to close or relocate. There will also be a growth in the black market, as well as protests and road blockades. Meanwhile, the people of Northern Ireland are making their voices heard on Brexit. A majority of the North's MLAs have signed a letter to European Council President Donald Tusk, asking that they would support, saying that they would should support the backstop that would at least temporarily keep the six counties within the single market to prevent a hard border. The letter was signed by 49 out of 90 MLAs from the Green Party, Sinn Féin, Social Democratic and Labour Party, and Alliance Party. The harsh realities of policing in border areas came into sharp focus on Monday morning when a bomb exploded in close to Wattle Bridge, County Fermanagh. Bomb disposal experts were on hand to defuse a larger device a few hundred metres away when the bomb went off around 10.30 a.m. RTE News reports that the first bomb turned out to be a hoax. Police Service of Northern Ireland Deputy Chief Constable Stephen Martin told a press conference in Belfast that he blamed the attacks on dissident Republicans and claimed that British Army personnel and PSNI officers could have been killed. He added that he felt it was a deliberate attempt to lure police and Army officers into an area to, quote, murder them. A follow-up now to the tragic story of the death of court toddler Santino Pauli, aged two, last month. Karen Harrington, 35, has been charged with Colley's murder and appeared before court, court, court District Court this week. Colley was found with critical injuries on July 5th at an apartment complex. She was treated at the scene by paramedics before being rushed to Cork University Hospital, where she was pronounced dead a short time later. A post-mortem examination revealed she had suffered a violent death and sustained multiple injuries. Harrington is not related to Colley and the toddler's mother, Bridget O'Donoghue, was in the court that day. O'Donoghue wept throughout the court proceedings on Wednesday and was supported by family. Judge Mary Dorgan ordered that the defendant receive free legal aid and get all necessary medical attention while in custody as she is four and a half months pregnant. Harrington was arrested early on Wednesday morning and Detective Garda Cormac Crotty told the court that when the charge was put to her, she replied, I do not understand why I'm being charged. I did not murder no one. Harrington will next be before the court on Monday. In our local news matters segment, we head south to the province of Munster and we meet a criminal who proves the adage that they always return to the scene of the crime. The Cork Evening Echo reports that a man who attempted to rob the Allied Irish Bank branch on Douglas Road was arrested at the scene of the crime after returning to it a short time later. He had attempted to rob the bank with an imitation firearm, but staff refused to hand over cash. He left empty handed, but returned later and tried to get back into the building, 
but was arrested on site by Gardi. He has since been charged with attempted robbery. Another echo story for you. A rail union boss is discussing the idea of light rail for the lee side, saying that you would, quote, have a better chance of seeing Elvis perform in Cork than a Lewis like Dublin has. Cork native Dermot O'Leary, General Secretary of the National Bus and Rail Union, told the union told the union's biennial conference in Cork that lee siders should not be, quote, fooled by the glitz and glamour. A Lewis for Cork sounds fine and dandy, but realism has to play a part in any debate. Meanwhile, the Tipperary Star is reporting that 118 pubs have closed in the county in the past 14 years. There are now 407 pubs in Tipperary, as opposed to 525 in 2005, a drop of 22.5%, according to Revenue Commissioner's figures. One remaining pub, Fahis on Ladieswell Street, Cashel, is up for sale this week for €280,000, while Anglin's Bar in Clonine is on the market for €295,000. It's located in a perfect location for an Irish village pub, located between the local school, GAA, GAA grounds, and a church. There you go, lads. There's a retirement plan for you. Kerry's Eye newspaper reports that Irish sprint champion Trevane Morrison wants to stay in Kerry and wants to one day represent Ireland on the international track. Morrison, 26, is from Jamaica and is a member of the Charlie Harriers Club and won gold in the 100 metres at the National Championships in Santry, Dublin recently, clocking in at 10.61 seconds. Dubbed the fastest man in Ireland by the paper, he has just finished his UNESCO Master's course at the Tralee Institute of Technology. The Limerick Leader reports that the Kilmalik Macra Club will mark history this weekend when they celebrate their 75th birthday. The club is Ireland's only surviving founding branch. A bound dance will take place at the Bulgaden Castle on Saturday night, and the dress code is check shirts and jeans for the country flavour. And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland this week. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. Travelling to Ireland and Europe has never been easier with Aer Lingus' year-round route service from Toronto to Dublin, with connections available from more than 10 Canadian cities to Dublin. Smart flies, Aer Lingus. Check them out online at www.airlingus.com. That's www.airlingus.com. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to Toronto with the lads at Kyolagos Cook. So until next week, folks, Slan Go Foil.
The Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. All right there. Uh, down there to... Um P.G. O'Brien's and the Irish Embassy. There's an old bus leaving from down there this morning that's going to be going down to uh, Hamilton. So um, any last takers for that one now? Um, oh, give Joe a call or, or um, Shane. Shane, Shane is sorting something out is there. He? So yeah, great place to start he'll and finish in, your day. He'll be in a good mood too. Another tip. Oh no, yeah, should have right. like Coke bottles are everywhere. Uh, how about the other fella, the tip lad there? I must have. He must have misplaced my address. Johnny Bolan. No invitation, no. Tied the knot. Tied the knot weekend. last weekend, yeah. On on the All Ireland Day, I believe. I believe so, yeah. Sure, it had My to goodness, be. That just was fa- unfair to everybody in the in the crowd there. Goes, huh? goes to show what his confidence level was like. That, uh, huh? I think he must have known. Picking Congrats, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, that's great stuff. Great stuff. Um, Who gave you that information? Oh, someone, someone close now. to the scene. Yeah, very close. He was at the wedding too. Oh. Our pal Joe Reynolds. Oh, he, he He's man about town, you know, he Joe. He could be next. He yeah. could be next. I wonder. Huh? We'd definitely be invited to that I'd one. I'd say so, yeah. That'd be <laughs> some crack, all right, yeah, for sure. Good stuff. Give us an update on that rugby game there. Yeah, you're, yeah you're England, were, uh, England were first on the board there. They, they, they scored a penalty. There was 3-0. And then Ireland came back with a classic Jacob Stockdale try and then converted and took a 7-3 lead. But England have just uh, come through with a try, and they're leading 8-7. They missed the conversion, so All right, okay. that is the latest okay. from the rugby. They're in, they're in the game. There's um, uh, some big games on down in Centennial Park tomorrow now. Oh, great. Um, yeah, it's all coming down to the wire uh, in the local scene as well. Uh, first of all, there is a game between St. Mike's and St. Vincent's in the men's senior semi-final. St. Mike's and Vincent's, and that's at one thirty in the afternoon. Then there's a hurling game on at 3 o'clock, Clannagale versus Napiershig. And then at 4.30, my lads, the Toronto Gales, who are unbeaten this year, by the way. My goodness. They're taking on Durham in the other semi-final. And then um, the winners will play the following Sunday. So it's all coming down to the wire here uh, on the local scene as well. Um, I don't think I mentioned to you when I was at home, I went to a, v- a very, very big event. It was the Claire Morris Agricultural Show. <laughs> it did not. What are you laughing at? You did not. I did. I went to that. Did you buy a cattle? Do you know why I went to it, though? A few cattle, No. No, there no. was a lot of them there. I'd say there was. A few beauties, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A few beauties. and uh, Why'd you go to Slimming that Slimming World had a little booth there as well. Did they? <laughs> they <laughs> did. And uh, I didn't go near that. <laughs> and then there was a, they had the show there where people bring in their apple tarts and their vegetables. Ooh, and uh, lovely, you should have yeah. seen the onion that won. Go ahead. The best onion. <laughs> wasn't on mayo. a fella's head now, was it? No, it wasn't. The cabbage was savage. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I had a great old day, but the biggest attraction that day was Jimmy Buckley was playing there. Jimmy oh. Jimmy Buckley was like freebie, right? Go ahead. Anyway, I have an old Jimmy Buckley tune oh, because uh, there was fierce dancing going on. Yeah? And then the rain started belting in and oh, people stayed oh. dancing in the rain and Jimmy up Go on the ahead. back of a trailer. With the wellies. Not a bother. With the wellies on. <laughs> he didn't have the wellies. <laughs> a lot of people did have the wellies on. Anyway, here you go. Have a listen to this. Oh, good. 
There's a glen in old Tyrconnell. There's a cottage in that glen where dwelt an Irish Colin who charmed the heart. Kenny, I'm going to interrupt that song now because uh, Cormac O'Murray has uh, a little bit of a time crunch going on. So he is going to be joining us here to talk about a big event here in the community. Um, we'll pick up Jimmy Buckley here in a second. Um, but um, let's hear from the man himself. I think he's out on the, the big green office today. And uh, good morning, Cormac O'Murray. How are you, pal? Good morning, Mark and Ken and to all your listeners. Yeah, we're myself and Eddie Brett are up here at the Country Club where we're practicing for the Game of the Lockton Tournament, which is oh. coming up, as you know yourself, September yes. the 14th. Yeah. Far from country clubs you were aired. Well, I know that. We used to have to break into them in our day, but yeah, yeah, yeah. that was in now. You were good at it too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how's, the, how's the team looking, Cormac? How, how are you doing? <laughs> it's huh? looking good when you, have, when you have Eddie Brett on your side of the yard, you know. Eddie's always very steady. Steady, Eddie. Yeah. Down the middle steady every Eddie. time, right? <laughs> yeah, down the middle is right. All right, yeah. big, big day coming up, pal. Yeah, we have, uh, this is the seventh year uh, for the Eamon O'Loughlin Tournament, or the Eamon O'Loughlin Gathering, as we call it, at Callan Woods on September the 14th. Um, it's the very same uh, location we've had in the past few years, and we, we've always had... Uh, great day out there with the weather and the event itself is, 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 is last year was a sellout so I'm going to encourage everyone who hasn't already booked a foursome to call in and anybody who is willing to sponsor a hole or donate prizes just give mm. me a call or you can contact Ken there or anybody involved in and uh, in, um, the business is there want to sponsor a hole just give me a shout Lovely. Uh, and by the way last year Ken we had to turn people away we have to turn people away. That's right, yeah. 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 So you want to get in early. Don't be leaving this to the last minute. and You don't want to be that, disappointed. That, that was Eddie Brett just teeing off, by the way. Was oh, it? Just, I heard a four. Just, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> just <shout> four. <laughs> yeah. Can uh, he see uh, how far his ball goes? No, he can't. He can't. He's oh, blind no. us anyway. <laughs> whether he keeps it, a few in the pocket, though, Cormac. Watch him. Whether it drops out of the pocket or not, I don't know. But anyway, yeah, yeah. Well, and we've got um, uh, Ken Shaw is going to line up an old car for a hole in one up there. We got that confirmed this week, uh, Cormac. Your former employers there looking after the Irish community. That's get in there and buy Toyotas to beat the ban from these lads. Yeah, I, I think that's thanks to Mark and yourself. You get that sponsorship in the last uh, couple of years, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, the cost, uh, by the way, is $150, which is very reasonable for the day. It concludes your your golfing, your cart, and a, and a good dinner afterwards. And then we have, uh, of course, a table of prizes with some great gifts to give out. And the winning team gets a decent prize as well. Closest to the hole we have, the closest to the barrel, sponsored by the Galway Arms, mm-hmm. and the usual uh, Brilliant. prizes for that day. And, yeah. and there's a few different levels of sponsorship too, right, Cormac? You have the gold level, 
silver and bronze. Yeah, so. we have, uh, if you uh, sponsor a hole, it's 250 bucks, uh, and then we have a silver level, which is um, $1,000, and uh, the gold level, I think, is gone. We only have one of them that's sponsored by the CV every year. Very good. So and we have we have two or three uh, silver sponsors at 1000 bucks. So mm. it's always a good day. Uh, not sure how long it's going to continue, yeah. um, you know, but... Um, Let's, let's make this one the, one of the best ones we've had. If Absolutely. We need the support of everybody. And let's uh, give out your, your number there throughout your number, Cormac. And, and okay, the home number, is, home number is 905-277-4727. Or um, you can get me at, at the business, of course, 416-762-6127. Or you can contact, listen, uh, Ken or Eddie Bress or anybody else mm. involved yeah, absolutely. There's uh, there's no shortage of, of mm. uh, lads on the, and lassies on the committee. Ethna Heffernan is on the committee. Eddie, as you said, Cormac Monaghan, Paddy Dunn, Frank Cairn. So okay, mm, that's it. And, your, and yourself, Kent. And uh, yeah, you can give me a shout at any time, of course, and connect here on the on the radio program with us. See, if you call crime watchers, you'd probably get Cormac as well, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And uh, if you, you wanted, if there was ever any indication of how important this tournament is to some people, a helicopter landed last year. Morris Byrne jumped out from the helicopter and took off again. Not to be missed this tournament. So important that some people will take a helicopter so they don't miss it. There you go. You know, we all thought it was Damien Maloney being flown in. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, indeed, did. yes. But, uh, no, he denied that. He did. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, so we're looking forward to a good day. And, Great, uh, Cormac. Everybody can attend. Okay. Good man. Cormac, good man. Hit yeah, him hit him straight there, pal. Thank you, lads. Chat soon. Good luck. Bye bye. There he is, the man himself. Very brilliant. Yeah. Right. Um, As the fella says, where were we? (laughs) Right. (laughs) That's right. Get on with that good song there. Jimmy Buckley here. Let me see if I can figure this out now again. Where is this with that button, this button? Hold on now. Here we go. Till one day there came a letter with her passage page. To a land where the Missouri and the Mississippi flow, so she bade farewell to Erin, and next morning at the dawn,
is calling Sure it's lonesome since you've gone Trust the curse of immigration Let you Jimmy a classic, Buckley. a classic song, right. huh? Classic and mm-hmm. uh, a stalwart for the uh, Claire Morris Agricultural Show. Highly recommend right. that you go and visit that show. By the way, really now, especially yes, absolutely. If I was in Ireland on yeah. holidays, that's the thing you should you'd tell me I should be doing. Yeah, yeah. and right. then the day after it, okay. And you know, I don't have a farm, right? I do. What would I be God doing? Not for farmers, you know. No? Because for your own culture, too. Oh, okay, right. Jimmy Buckley's not a farmer. He's a musician. It's true, indeed. Yeah, I could and get a free like concert. There's dressage there, too, so Is you can get to see a bit of that. <laughs> I'm in, so I'm um, sold. Do you know what, was what I went to see, though, that was there? Do you remember... No idea. Do you remember growing up watching the sheepdogs trying yeah. to get the sheep into the... Yeah. They had that the thing whistling, going on yeah. there, too. Huh? With a few geese going around the place. It <laughs> <laughs> was great. Yeah, yeah. I was fascinated by it. Who won the tournament? Who won that? I don't know. <laughs> Seamus. I don't know, but it was very good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. very good. I'll tell you what. The Claire Morris Agricultural Show. Sure. And then the day after it, like yeah. the weekend of crack. All right. And then the day after it, there's another one in a place called uh, Bunny Conlon. What about, like, is there a tractor pull or anything like that? No. No. No, that's all That's up in Leash, is it? That's different That's the plowing. <laughs> that's the plowing show, is it? The plowing show was in, I think it's in Carlow or Wexford this year. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Oh, it moved on from Leash. I thought that was always in Leash, no? No, no. no. I thought you that's had that sewn picnic. up. electric picnic. That's on in Leash. Yeah. Oh, be the Lord. Yeah. Little update on the rugby. Um, some concerning news uh, that uh, Conor Murray took a hit to the head. Sounds like yeah. his... Uh, Done a bit of damage to his neck, and he's gone off now. He's he's left the game. England, Ireland took the lead again with a, a penalty from the cool Ross Byrne uh, to get them to uh, 10-8, but England have scored a try and a conversion. So it's 15-10 to England right now, so a tight one. They're in uh, just coming up to half time there. And some FAI Cup uh, news there. It was a load of games on last night. Shamrock Rovers beat Drogheda 4-0. Dury lost to Dundalk 3-2. UCD, with their new manager in, took down St. Pat's. They're back to winning ways there, the students. 3-1 was the score in that game. Cork City lost to Galway United 1-0. And Bowes uh, took penalties for them to see off Longford. They tied the game 1-1, but won 5-4 on penalties. And today, Sligo and Limerick go at it. And Glen Gad and Waterford, a Donegal team Glen there. Gad. Yeah, oh. they are a young team. Their season is only kicking off, mm. whereas, uh, of course, Waterford have been at it for a while. So, yeah. And it's up there in Donegal, not at their home pitch. They had to move to a proper facility, apparently. Right. Maybe a little bit too bumpy on their uh, oh. home pitch. Wouldn't no. be up to the standard, the Waterford lads. Good. So there you go. Yeah. And uh, across the pond, then, there's a few old games going on. Crystal there Palace is. have just scored at Old Trafford. Really? And surprisingly, lead Man United. Oh, my goodness. One goal to Nate. Rosser will be pulling the hair out at he home. Will indeed. Going nuts, he will that be. That won't be good. Huh? 
Huh? He'll be turning up the volume on this radio program now. He won't be <laughs> watching will. that. All right. Well, listen, um, we talked about the golf tournament, uh, the Eamon O'Loughlin yep. Memorial. And, uh, of course, we'll probably pray, play this tune in another couple of weeks. But um, here's the one that probably we remember most about the County of Clare and very synonymous with Eamon it's from, from Clare to here. Oh, lovely.
On that other ocean, it's a long way from Claire here. It's a long way from Claire here. It's a long, long way. Gets further. It's a long, long way. Gets further by the day. It's a long, long way from Glendale. It's a long, long way from. Now arriving in Canada, Guinness Hop House 13, all the way. From the Open Gate Brewery at St James Gate in Dublin, double hopped for a more flavourful lager, from the first sip to the crisp finish, earning its name from the original Hop House 13 at St James Gate, available at select pubs and now arriving across Canada in 500ml cans. Guinness Hop House 13, more hops, more taste, more character. All right, well, I'm sure we'll see a few characters up at the Eamon O'Loughlin Memorial Golf Gathering, and it is, as Cormac O'Meary on the line earlier told us, the seventh annual one, and it's taken place on the 14th of September at Caledon Woods Golf Club up in Palgrave, Ontario. 1 p.m. shotgun start. It's a four-person best ball. You can have a men's team, a woman's team, or a mixed team if you want. It's only $150 per golfer, and that includes your golf cart and dinner. You can uh, send your team into Cormac O'Murray, and you can send it to cormaco at rogers.com. And you do have to pay your fee before you get included in the tournament. Um, all right, so that is coming up on the 14th of September. The Mayo Association Pub Night is coming up on the 28th of September. Mark, I'm sure you'll be at that one. That's taking place at the Tara Inn. Uh, 2365 Kingston Road in Scarborough and it kicks off at 8pm it's $10 per person there's music, raffles and home baking and the Mayo Association are hoping to see as many people come out and attend the event Friends of Sinn Féin are running their summer annual uh, fundraising appeal and um, they are looking for contributions you can get in touch with them friends at fosfc.com no donation is too small and of course you can always give Alan McConnell a call at 416-402-3729 and if you've got an event coming up you can get in touch with us ken at saturdayirishradio.com or you can give Mark an email as well mark at saturdayirishradio.com and we'll be sure to add your event to the calendar and you can check out all the phone numbers and email addresses and websites on our website saturdayirishradio.com I wonder, did you hear anything about um, the night Joe Dolan's car broke down? No. Uh, if it was good, I'm sure it was, it was a sellout. Off the grid. Yeah. I'm sure it was a sellout. Uh, congratulations again to the Toronto Irish players for putting that on. And I know it was a fundraiser for uh, Solace House Canada as well. And we wish Diane Flanagan uh, a great deal of luck with everything that's going on there. She does mighty work in the community. I know she was hard at work down there for a tip as well. So good stuff on all of that. Right. 
Good man. Well, what have you got left in the I old have, music um, scene, have I, you? I have a, a question now that I'd say now your dad might be interested in knowing oh, the answer okay. to this. There's a song here called, uh, there's a place in Mayo called Bohola, and mm. there's three pubs there, apparently. Right. And there was a song written about the three pubs in Bohola. Go ahead. It might be Brendan Shine, I think it might be. Okay. Anyway, I, uh, I went to social media to find out how many uh, of the three pubs are still open. So yeah. I'll give you the answer after the thing, but it gives Roser yeah. a, a quick, quick, uh, an opportunity to kind of weigh in on it. Right, anyway. okay. You right. didn't uh, drop into any of them now when you were back no, in the Claire no, Morris I didn't. I didn't agricultural show, no? No, I was busy at the show, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, here we go. I said farewell to London and I crossed the Irish Sea. I travelled down from Dublin with the good old CIE To the Midlands and Roscommon with Mayo on my mind I dreamed of lovely Mary and the girl I left behind There's three pubs in the hall as everybody knows McDonald's, Clarks and Roaches where the crack like honey flows and lovely Mary's here with me, I never more would roam. May oh, how I love you, Bohola, my dear home. Three years ago I left it on a lonely winter's night. In the village of Bohola, the moon was shining bright. Two lonely hearts were broken, and the tears that fell like rain. Now here I am in Mayo, Bohola once again. There's three pubs in Bohola, as everybody knows. McDonald's, Clarks and Roaches, where the crack like honey flows. And lovely Mary's here with me, I never more would roam. May oh, how I love you, Bohola, my dear home. Of a busy London life But I could never go back To all that crazy strife Bohola hasn't changed at all In the time I've been away I'm back in love with Mary And I never more will stray There's three pubs in Bohola As everybody knows McDonald's, Clarks and Roaches Where the crack like honey flows and lovely Mary's here with me, I never more would roam. May oh, how I love you, Bohola, my dear home. There's three pubs in Bohola, as everybody knows. McDonald's, Clarks and Roaches, where the crack like honey flows. And lovely Mary's here with me, I never more would roam. May oh, how I love you. Bohola, my dear home A pub crawl round Bohola And then I know I'm home Now, good man There's three pubs there It's, uh, if you heard it in the song McDonald's, Roaches and Clark's Yeah, And uh, how many are left? Two of them are left Oh, one lad went out of business Clark's Couldn't. shut down yeah. yeah, yeah Charging too much for the pints maybe <laughs> huh? Yeah or, I wonder know, if he it just was ticked off some lad <laughs> huh? and they started 
sparring each other from going there. <laughs> uh. I was uh, I was wondering if it was like the place that we stayed in Wales where your man had to close shop because oh, right. two lads died in the town. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> they, right. they killed his business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Merthyr Tidsville. Yeah. And they drank some savage amount of pints, didn't yeah. they? Oh. He was telling us. <laughs> they did. I mean, imagine just two lads keeping a place in business. They kept it going. I'll so tell your you man had to, yeah, cut off his, uh, his Guinness trade went right down. I should All give right. a mention now to uh, Brian Tahney and the North Atlantic Drift are back in Toronto and oh, you yeah. can catch them down there. They're filling in for Eno O'Brien at the Burren at 1301 Queen Street East on Tuesday, the 27th of August. There's a session that starts there at 8 p.m. So be fierce crack. Yeah, mighty there. And then they're back up at uh, Dora Kyo's on the 28th yeah. of August. So catch out uh, Brian Tahney, good man from Sligo. Aha. Hey, help your boy, yeah. <laughs> All right. Right. We'll liven her up here a bit. Do. Come on. Go on. Time flies. Abbey no. folk there, the lads from Leash. That's played right. at your wedding. Uh, a quick one here. I just got notice in from Con O'Connell to let us know about the Cork dinner dance. The last hurrah, he says. Wished. This is the 5th of October. And uh, you can get in touch with John Cawley at 
0866. You don't want to miss that. Huh? Yeah, what's going on there? I'll tell you. Don't All know. Right. We'll have to get more information see, from Khan. I think he's going to come on the program. All right, we'll and, get that uh, sorted out. We'll get that all sorted. Yeah. All right, well, listen, we're going to go out here. Uh, you and I have to head to Hamilton. Um, yes, indeed. But it is the 97th anniversary of the assassination of uh, Michael Collins. Oh, last Thursday yes, there, the 22nd of August. August 22nd, 1922. He was 32 mm-hmm. years of age when Imagine. they took him out. And um, we're going to go out here with the ballad of Michael Collins. Lovely. Kenny. All right. Slant. Slant. An old man whispered in my ear T'was the saddest thing he knew When Ireland's proudest son was shot At the age of thirty-two He held my hand, his eyes held tears And my eyes filled up too With a powerful emotion For a man I never knew Michael Collins, dear son You touch the nation's soul Ten thousand pounds upon your head You still achieved your goal T'was not behind the barricades You fought the wanton fight Programming for Toronto's Irish community can be heard 